Hi, I'm Dan from Desert Island X. Today we've got comedian, writer and actor Tim Renko in an episode we recorded a little while ago, but that makes very little difference to anything except that we mention it being June a couple of times. But I reckon that with a bit of imagination, you can overlook this and just enjoy it like it was recorded yesterday. Tim wrote and starred in the comedy series Jerk, and there's supposed to be a second series on the way, but this sodding pandemic has delayed it. Uh, But you can enjoy him being very funny in this podcast instead in the meantime. And I think that Jerk is probably on iPlayer. I should have checked this before I started recording this. If you like this podcast, remember there are loads of other episodes to listen to, and some even feature other podcasts, like when we had on the guys from Help I Sexted My Boss, or the women from Drunk Women Solving Crime. They're both good, and so are all the others, so fill your podcast boots. Finally, if you like this and haven't subscribed, then please do, because you'll never miss an episode, and that's nice to know. One less thing to do, eh? Right, that's enough from me. Here's more of me, but this time speaking to Tim Ranko on Desert Island Dicks. Hi, I'm Dan Benedictus and welcome to Desert Island Dicks, the show that sees you marooned on a desert island after a plane crash with the worst people and worst things imaginable. Who they are and why they're a dick is up to our guest, and here to share their Desert Island Dicks with us today is actor, writer and comedian Tim Renko. How you doing? Hello! I'm good. Thanks for having me. Anything to, um, get away from the boredom that is quarantine is great. Yeah, I think uh, I always think that perhaps for our guests on here, it's it's uh, a constructive way of spending your time, even if it is spending a bit of time channeling your hate and rage. <laughs> yeah, well, well, like before you we started, you said um, you said we can get going, so I can let you go, and I just thought to myself. Yeah, but where did you think I need to be? <laughs> I can do this all day. I've got nothing else going on. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, no, it's a good point. It's weird, yeah. Like I find myself kind of getting impatient. I'll be with my son out and about, and we, I'm like, come on, hurry up. And I'm thinking, why am I telling you to hurry up? Like, there's nothing else to do, you know. Yeah. And how did you find the process of uh, making your choices for, for the island? I'm, I mean... I'm a hateful little sad human being, so it was too easy. (laughs) I the only thing I minded was the limitation. Yeah, (laughs) cool. Okay, well let's uh, let's get straight into it. Who's going to be your first choice today? So my first choice is very specific, and I don't know his name. But he's the guy that sold my cousin his pug. Okay, so the breeder who sold your cousin his pug. (laughs) And I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. I'm super against breeding pugs. Right, okay. Because you're breeding something with health problems. Just because you think... It's cute, mm. which is, it's a fucked up thing to do. 
Yeah, yeah. It's like I I saw one in the park the other day, and this person had a collection of I think there was a two pugs and some other maybe a bulldog. They they obviously really enjoyed animals with like respiratory yeah. problems, and <laughs> yeah. it was just sort of puffing and panting and wheezing, and it's like just its normal breath was just sounded like it was about to die. <laughs> They just sound so painful. Yeah. They make life so hard. Look. So that's that's already strike one, mm. right? And then strike two and three was it was like midwinter, and his wife was waiting in the car, and he refused to get his wife out of the car. Well, they were selling the bugs, and it took like two hours. Right, quite weird. <laughs> yeah, you're just a weird dude, mm. and that he like he kept he kept lying about whether or not the pug was purebred, mm. which like my 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 everyone in my family is a veterinarian. Mm. So, like, it was just, we were going to buy the dog anyway. So, like, why yeah. lie about it? Like, it was <laughs> just a weird lie. And I I don't want to be stuck on a desert island with anyone that willing to lie about something that obvious. <laughs> yeah. and And I feel like being on a desert island with someone like this, like... You're going to be going, oh, where's that guy gone? We need help with this firewood or something. And he's just there trying to think of a new type of monkey that doesn't work quite as well. He can breed while he's there. What happens if we breed a monkey with an octopus? (laughs) I mean, something terrifying. But I mean, you know, part of me is curious to see that, though, if I'm honest. Yeah, now I absolutely want to see that. (laughs) The, The only plus side... Would be he might bring pugs and they would be good food. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and easy to hunt down as well. They can't go very fast. Yeah, and you're kind of doing them a favour. <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? Just the whole world of... I always think if you watch Crufts or something like that, it's a real sort of lesson in what happens over thousands of years of men just getting bored. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. But the best and the worst things have come out of men being bored. <laughs> exactly. It's weird because some of the dogs, you think, okay, well, I get that because it looks relatively healthy. It's bigger and stronger than, you know, other breeds. So it can cope with adverse weather and it can sort of be strong. And, and then you get like the really crazy ones like the pugs and things. You're like, why did you want it this shape? There is no point. The craziest one is the French bulldog. Because they can't even give birth by themselves. Oh, I've heard of this as well. I think Chihuahuas have it as well because they're yeah, too small to get a puppy heads. And it seems like the first one you make, you find out it can't give birth. <laughs> and you'd be like, oh, I fucked that up. I might as well try again. <laughs> but they just stuck to their guns. Yeah. Is there anything I need to know about this dog? Well, yeah, if it gets pregnant, you're going to have to give it a caesarean. But don't worry about that. Like that's They're all like that. <laughs> but look how cute it is. It's so bizarre, isn't it? Yeah. Um, 
That's why I think one of one of my favourite films is Best in Show. You know, it's like the sort of Spinal Tap about dog shows. I love Best in Show. And it's just such a sort of a world that's just so ripe for just being having the piss taken. Yeah, yeah. it's like the type of people that breed dogs are the type of people that make me not want to be an anarchist. <laughs> because the only thing stopping them from doing that to humans is society. Yeah. 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 I wonder what if I just tweak to that a little. They must be just be looking around going, yeah, that person's all right. I wonder if I could just dial up this aspect of them a little bit. Could he just look a little more like a pug? <laughs> yeah, it's a freaky thing, isn't it? And also, I, I feel like there's an inherent contradiction, isn't it? Like you said, like... They obviously love animals yeah. because they want to be surrounded by them all the time, but then they're sort of fucking them up as well. So it's like this really weird, like, I love you so much, I can never let you go. You know, it's like one of those sort of weird people who loves you, but they're killing yeah. you slowly by not letting yeah. you leave the house or something. It's like Lenny from My Sin Man. Yeah. Just yeah. hugging the bunny. <laughs> Yeah, it's such a bizarre world. And um, how is, I mean, is your is your brother happy with the pug? He hasn't had to sort of uh, have any more dealings with this oh, guy. Yeah, my my cousin loves the pug, so the, it's, it's all good. I mean, it's kind of good. The pug keeps almost pop, popping out its eyeball. Wow. Do you know they do that? No. They're so inbred that sometimes their eyeballs just pop out. Wow. Oh my god. And what what you just how do you even pop it back in? You just go Yeah. It's like jelly. Yeah. So (laughs) I I think the thing because the the little the little guy keeps running into walls and like really Hurting its eye. <laughs> oh man, it's so cruel. And somebody looked at it and went, Worth it! <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's such a bizarre idea. I mean, it was anyway, but now I'm really examining the idea. Yeah. It's just more and more bizarre. Okay, well, that person is joining you on the island. I mean, that's a, you've made a very fair case <laughs> for that. Um, who's going to be your next choice? Film. My next choice is super petty and probably too specific because it's of this internet world where we all get targeted at. <laughs> but it's anyone that has done an ad for um, Squarespace. Yeah. Just because they are to a man the most useless people <laughs> I can think of. It's, a, it's such a ubiquitous thing, isn't it? Almost like the only good thing about the amount of Squarespace ads is that like my brain doesn't register them anymore. It's like yeah. sort of pylons in the, in the field. I don't notice them. There's so many. Oh, you're so lucky. Like, because <laughs> the latest badge, which is the badge I'm talking about, is these people talking about how much... Squarespace help their business, mm. which is fine, except their businesses are all like custom flower arrangers mm. that they call themselves floor artists. 
<laughs> oh, you're like, you're not that. You put flowers in a pot. <laughs> yeah. And also, it's the idea that having a website wouldn't be one of the first things you thought about in 2020 when you started a business. I was running a business, but now I've got a website. It's not like 1996. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I feel like those people would like, they would do one thing, like collect one piece of firewood and then brag about how much work they did. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think, I mean, I should be careful because there might even be a Squarespace advert popping up <laughs> on this podcast. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't listened back. Um, yeah, it's, it's there's a particular sort of podcast. I mean, because they're basically like radio ads, aren't they? Which are the worst type of, of well, advertising. I, I'm specifically talking about the YouTube ads. Are the ones I don't like. I don't mind, like, the ones where their podcast just goes, You Squarespace! Like, that's fine, but the the YouTube ads, uh, they're just so proud of being mm. so pointless. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a weird thing, the YouTube advert, because they're sort of... It feels like they're even less yeah. well put together than the TV adverts. Yeah. Like, there's one for... The other one I always get, you get Squarespace, I get Grammarly a lot. Do you get one for oh, Grammarly? Yeah. And they always go, if you write all day... And every day, if that's your job, you need Grammarly to help you check. It's like, if you write all day, you should probably be okay without a big piece of software checking all your answers. Yeah, I, I saw a Grammarly one that, where the lady was like, I'm a writer and I use Grammarly. And it's like, maybe you shouldn't be a writer then. Yeah, it's like, surely you should get this by now. <laughs> it's like somebody would be like... I'm a basketball player. That's why I use a robot. <laughs> no. It's, um, yeah, it's always quite niche, annoying sorts of businesses, though. You're right. It's kind of like someone with a pretentious pop-up coffee bar on a cart sort of thing, isn't it? Have you read um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Yeah. You know the part where that one planet puts all of the useless jobs on a spaceship. Yeah, and they're all sort of telephone sanitizers yeah, yeah. and things. Yeah, that, that's what it always reminds me of. <laughs> also, the sort of jobs they advertise on Squarespace, the sort of people that are saying, oh, you know, I'm, a, like you say, a floral artist or, like, whatever, they're always the sort of people that probably started off as graphic designers and uh, advertisers and then got sick of it. So they go, oh, you know what? I'd really like to be a florist instead. Yeah. So I'm going to quit my job and do that and be, do something a bit more interesting. So they probably know how to do a website already. Yeah, I know. Yeah, because it's like, there's nothing wrong with being a florist. But there is mm. something wrong with calling yourself a floral artist. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't really know what the difference is, but I know there's a difference. Well, I think because there's still, you know, like if I paint the walls of my flat, I'm not an artist. I'm painting, you know, and it's like with flowers, unless you're sort of creating art from the flowers, which they're not. They are just making bouquets for, you know, weddings and funerals and things. <laughs> you are still a florist and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But you're inviting us to rip you to pieces if you call yourself something like that. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I think that's a good choice. So all the sort of people that appear on the Squarespace ads, I feel like they'd 
mesh quite well with the pug breeder. Yeah. Because it's yeah. a similar niche kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I, de- I definitely have a cape. <laughs> and then they're, yeah, they're together on the island. I imagine they'd be very bad at focusing on the bigger picture, like yeah, survival yeah. and firewood and things like that. Yeah. I think it's a very good choice as well. Um, and who will be joining them? Who's rounding out the group, the third choice? So don't get mad at me. <laughs> but because I, I was thinking about the premise of the show, mm. which is dicks. And like, who's the biggest dick? Mm. And I thought, like, okay, so the biggest dick is anyone that condemns somebody to die on a desert island just because they're annoying. <laughs> that is fair. So it's anyone that's been on this podcast. Okay. <laughs> including okay, me. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I can't sit here every week slinging mug at people and not expect any comeback. Yeah. So I think it's fair. I, I, do, I do believe that we're doing... Society a favor by getting rid of these people, but it doesn't mean we're not dicks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I suppose in as a vague caveat for my actions, I would say we're saying who would be bad if you if you crashed with people, who would be the worst people to be stuck from? I mean, you know, it's not like quite an Alcatraz. I mean, it'll end up like Alcatraz, but you know. yeah, yeah, because. Uh... I, I know a lot of people say, like, Piers Morgan yeah. and stuff. And I always feel like Piers Morgan is breaking the rules a little. Mm. Because, like, if you take somebody that bad away, you're doing the word of faith. Mm. So yeah. it kind of shouldn't count. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I suppose that's why this podcast does okay, because, you know, the world's so willing to sort of hate and give opinions on people yeah. we don't like. So, I mean, you know. It's a super fun podcast. I listen to it, like, every week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there is a flaw. I think, you know, we. I have talked with James, who originally started the podcast, about trying to do a spin-off of, like... A, a, a sort of a positive version, but we never really get that far with it. Because no one wants to hear about nice people being nice. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it would be. I mean, I guess that's just a fanzine or something, yeah. isn't it, really? Or a fan club, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, that means it's going to be a very busy island, so we're going to have basically everyone on it but i think it's gonna be i mean there'll be fewer people than episodes just because the piers morgan has been on it a lot so you know you will probably have several versions of him how often has piers morgan been on the island i don't know it's multiple times though and Um, does he know no i'm so worried that one day someone's going to tell him and then we're going to get embroiled in some back and forth twitter thing but um... you should get piers morgan on yeah, maybe, maybe. It's probably just come down to me being a bit scared of it all. Uh, <laughs> but he'd love it. I think it, he's someone who I genuinely think would find it a compliment if yeah. you told him that he's the most picked. Like, oh, great, I've been antagonising people. Yeah, I, I think he knows he's the villain and is mm. okay with it. Yeah. So I'm sort of slightly on the back foot now. I'm thinking, what, what else can I say about uh, all of us being on the island? I mean... I suppose eventually it could work out all right, but I mean, there's a lot of 
particular types of people on there. So I think it's going to be a bit of a car crash, or a plane crash, rather. How big is this island? I don't know. I mean, I'm going for this sort of traditional image of a desert island. Like, if you walked around, you could probably circle it in, like, let's say, yeah. 20 minutes, half an hour, that kind of... So we're, like, cheek to cheek. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, f- I feel like cannibalism is going to happen quickly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean Tony Law the other week put on uh, Stalin and Himmler, so um, so there's some there's some heavyweights in there. I I was thinking of Stalin, but then mm. I don't know. I I'd be too afraid. He does sound terrifying. I mean, anyone who's sort of presided over the murder of millions is you know a fairly scary figure. But I think he seems like yeah. other dictators feel like they wouldn't actually say it to your face. Whereas he seems like he would be happy punching you in the face yeah, and then sending yeah, all your family to a camp. Because like like dictators like they always look like they need an army. Mm. He doesn't look like he needs an army. Yeah, yeah, he's a solid guy. He's just. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you're welcome to ask him because we're all going to be on the island together now. Yeah. And um, how do you think? How do you think you'd find that? I mean, do you reckon it'd be easier having loads of people on the island than just a few? I mean, I'm, I'm actually super. Uh, I hate crowds, mm. so it would be awful. And they always say hell is other people. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Now, Tim, mercifully, amongst the wreckage of the plane, there was some food and drink left over. Unfortunately for you, it's your least favourite food and drink in the world. What are they and why are they so bad? So the first one is my least favourite food is avocado. Okay. Well, my actual least favourite food is fish. Mm -hmm. But I figured there'll be fish on the island anyway. Yeah, we're throwing them in for you. Yeah, avocado, because have you seen the Peter Jackson movie, Bad Taste? No, I haven't. So it's, it's, he started in like B-horror movies. Mm -hmm. They were great. They were really good and fun. So this one is about like aliens that attack Earth. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's a scene where they all vomit into a bowl and then make somebody eat it. I watched it as I also watched my sister eating avocado (laughs) next to me. And they look the same. Mm. And ever since then, I cannot do avocado. Oh, well, you've got you've got like a whole uh, backstory for it. I think it's yeah. it's fair. I thought it was going to be just the you know the uh, hipster appropriation of avocados. Uh, no, which no, is also no, annoying, no. But... It looks like alien vomit. <laughs> fair enough. That would make it unpalatable. I mean, I feel like it's it... avocado. I do enjoy it. I like. I'm pretty middle class like that. You know, I like all those kind of things, but. It's so. It feels such a socially loaded food now, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's like. Um, and I like. I don't feel like it deserves that much social loading. No. Like it's. It's a perfectly innocent yeah. food. It's not its fault. Assholes like it. You know. <laughs> it's sort of, even though it is just a vegetable or maybe a fruit. Even I don't know. 
it's like people seem so proud of themselves with it. It's like you'll see people on Instagram and it's a picture of avocado on toast and you're like, huh? it's, you've just put something on bread. Yeah. What the fuck? It's literally the easiest thing to make. Yeah, it's like you've scooped it out and you've put it on toast. And what? I don't... Or like even sometimes I've seen people posting pictures of avocado on toast in a cafe and it's like, see, someone else even scooped it out and put it on bread for you. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And, you know, it's one of those things where I enjoy them, but increasingly I hate myself when I see my... I'm putting them in the trolley going, oh, God, I'm unbearable. Well, maybe you should just eat it wearing a blindfold. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I should eat it wearing a blindfold. Yeah, maybe that's the thing. It's so I mean, the thing is, you couldn't really sneak it into some someone's food because it's so obvious. You know, it's so bright green. You know, you know it's there. That's the thing. It's like it's pretty. I get it. You know, mm. I get why people like it. Mm. It just looks like alien vomit. <laughs> Also, they're a pain in the ass because they're quite expensive for what they are. But also, they're one of those things like pears where they've got such a finite window of operation. You know, they'll be too hard for ages. If you open one when it's too hard, you can't eat it because it's not very nice. And then you can't leave it to go softer because it just goes all brown. It's like there's this real, like, fine line with them. So you can just just buy them and most of the time you end up wasting half of them. Yeah. Maybe that's why people are taking pictures of them all the time. You're like, I fucking did it. I got it right. Yeah, it I got does, the window. It does seem like... You, you know how in Victorian England they used to put, like, bananas on the windowsill? Mm. To show off they bought yeah. a banana. Yeah. That's what avocado feels like now. Yes, you're absolutely right. Yeah, it's a status thing, isn't it? Yeah. I saw, um, I think a few years ago when LA was having those big droughts, or sorry, California was having the big droughts, and was it Tom Selleck got in trouble because he'd been using too much water because he's got an avocado farm? That's just at the top of the privilege pyramid, isn't it? (laughs) That is the most privileged sentence. Getting in trouble for using everyone's water on your avocado farm that you don't need because you're already a millionaire, but it's just an affectation. That's so good. (laughs) <laughs> so good. So avocado is your food. What would you wash it down with? What's your drink choice? So this is gross. Like, I was thinking semen. Yep, that would be a, a bad drink. Because I, I was trying to think of a drink that was salty. <laughs> yeah. And that's the only liquid that was salty I could think of. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I suppose, I mean, we're going to have to put drink in inverted commas for this one. I mean, you would get your protein. <laughs> That'd be good. Oh, God. I think already, without checking, I can tell you that this is the worst drink suggestion we've ever had on the podcast. <laughs> I'm shocked you haven't had it before. I think I, I think someone suggested it, but maybe gone back on it afterwards. I'll have to check, but uh, I don't know. Certainly my tenure of doing this podcast, I don't think I've had it. My decision was purely based on salt content on a <laughs> desert island. 
I mean, it still works as the worst drink you could possibly have on a desert island. It, I mean, it's ticking that box as well as being very salty. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe the plane was like carrying semen to a um, clinic <laughs> or something. <laughs> I think also, I mean, if you're stuck on a desert island with all these awful people, probably having a wank is one of your last few pleasures. But yeah. if it then comes loaded with all the other associations of like having to do it to survive and also having to drink it afterwards, then you're not even going to enjoy having a wank, are you? You know, at least you'd be recycling. <laughs> like, isn't that the ultimate recycling? Yeah. Yeah, just a, a horrible, vicious cycle. Mm. <laughs> um, I'm running out of things to say on it because yeah. it's painting such a picture. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> one of those that just doesn't need to be explained. <laughs> I think we can all draw our own pictures of it. Okay, well, I'll move on. Fortunately, you won't be without entertainment on the island. The plane's entertainment system continues to work, but just your luck, it only has two working settings. One is your least favourite film of all time, and the other is your least favourite song. What are they and why? So, I didn't... Because I I love film. I have films I hate, but I can rewatch, And then films that I like, but I never want to watch again. And mm-hmm. so, I chose the new, and I, I didn't finish this. The film I would least want to be stuck with mm. forever would be the new Jeffrey Epstein documentary. Ah, uh, okay. Is it on Netflix? Yeah, and it's mm. just awful. Yeah, I think I saw that pop up, and it's one of those where you go, oh, this would be interesting. But yeah. I'm not in the mood for that. Yeah, no, it's just a bunch of victimized people talking about something horrible mm. that was done to them for like six hours. Oh, man. And you're like, I don't want to be stuck on it as a violent that. No, no, because even the worst films, you know, like, I don't know, whether you say whatever, like Love Actually or something like that. At least, you know, there is a storyline and there is th- something that you could vaguely... Or you could sort of get angry about it and have a laugh about yeah, it. Yeah, or there you was... could, like, just listen to the music yeah. or something. And with the Jeffrey Epstein documentary, you can't sort of take the piss out of anyone because they've all been through something awful. You can't go, oh, that one's a bit... Oh, no, yeah. actually, sorry. Fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. <It's... laughs> and also, because there's so many objectionable dicks on the island with you already, there's bound to be someone who sticks up for him or defends him or something. You're going to get in a row with them. Or... Yeah. I bet, yeah. It's weird things like that, because I love documentaries, but occasionally, even though you really want to sort of find, you know, like the Michael Jackson documentary, or there's ones... Oh, what other one? There's one about uh, Bikram hot, hot Yoga I wanted to yeah. see, because apparently the guy who started that is a real douchebag. Yeah. But... um. I think we're just in a culture where there's so many bad stories all the time to then sort of invite it into your home of your, you know, at the end of the day when you finished watching the news, you're like, oh, just, I need something stupid. Cause I, yeah, because I was, when you asked the question, I was thinking about the that documentary and I was like, I'm very glad it's getting made. Mm. I don't want to watch it. Yeah, yeah. You know? 
Because, uh, yeah, I suppose part of the, the nice thing about these things getting made, well, not the nice thing, but the good thing about these things getting made is more people learn about the story and the truth. But, but yeah, you have to be... It's hard because it's a fucking hard watch. Yeah. yeah. I made it halfway through one episode and I was like, nah. Yeah, that's the thing. And they're two-parters now, aren't they? Like that and like the Michael Jackson one. You think, whoa, like, this is heavy. I, I was mad because my... Fiance made me watch the Michael mm. Jackson one, and I, I always thought he was guilty because innocent people don't dance on cars. <laughs> so I was like, I don't want to watch this. I know. Like, <laughs> you don't have to convince me. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's going to be a very tough watch. And actually, as well, I suppose what you really want to know is the sort of, you know, around his death and what happened there. And that's the sort of bit you're never really going to find out about. That's the bit that's kind of the really juicy stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that's why I started watching it, because that's what I want to do know about. Fair play. And uh, what would your, what's the worst song? Oh, how old's your kid? Uh, he's three. You might know this song. It's a song called Johnny, Johnny, Yes, Papa. Yeah, yeah, I do, yeah. I think it's, is it more of an American nursery rhyme? Because I think it's generally on the sort of more American cartoons it features. Yeah, I guess so. I had never heard it before. Uh, but when um, I was filming my TV series joke, the sharing, the Ruth was obsessed with the Baby Shark song. Yeah. So I was like, I'll look it up. And I got into this YouTube hole of, like, Mm. little kid songs because they are the most insane thing you've ever watched. And then Johnny, Johnny, yes, Papa just does not stop. Yeah. It's dreadful. It's so bad. It's, um... Yeah, because how does it go? So it says something like, Johnny, Johnny, yes, Papa, eating sweets? No, No, Papa. Papa. Telling lies? No, Papa. And then it says something like, Show me your mouth. Yeah, sh- uh, uh, uh. yeah and they just go, ha, ha, ha. Like, oh, so you were like. Also, that's that's just not the correct response to dealing with your child lying. Yeah. You know, you don't just laugh it off. You go, well, that's, well, you do have sweets in your mouth, don't you? I told you, not yeah. now, before dinner. So I just think from a parenting sort of point of view... Yeah, it's not you know. good. No. Yeah. It's such a bad song that... I I have a friend in New York that for some reason we just got obsessed with it because mm. it kept getting stuck in our heads. And I, I called him up like last... Like, we got obsessed with it like two years ago. And I called him up last week the first time in a year and the first thing he said to me was fuck you Tim you made me think of the song <laughs> they do they just you know you always get the shit song stuck in your head yeah. it's like our body's own self-destruct thing isn't it so yeah. like I'll always get adverts stuck in my head or or like these songs that my son likes and what's bad is if it gets rooted in your head all day and then you're doing something really stressful or like you're having a sort of he's kicking off and you're trying to calm him down you're just having a really shit day 
and you've got this weird little like childish song in your head and it really makes you feel like you're losing it. Yeah. If I go on a murder spree, <laughs> that's the rhythm I'm going to do it to. Yeah, Johnny, Johnny definitely. Yeah. Or it would be like your catchphrase. You know, sometimes like villains will kind of yeah. pick up a catchphrase from like an old kid's thing. Yeah. The, the cop will have you cornered and be like, Johnny, and you'll turn around with your mask on. Yes, Papa. Yes, Papa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, I feel it's, it's so conflicting as well because sometimes, you know, there's certain things that he loves to watch with a song in and I'll just try everything I can to make him forget about it and suggest other things. But then at the end of the day, like, that's his music, you know, that's what he yeah. likes. Whereas, like, you know, there's probably some music I play that he's not into. And, you know, you always sort of go, now share, you know, now it's your turn to do this, now it's my turn to do that. And you're like, oh, God, yeah, it's your tunes, isn't it? I mean, that's what you're into. He just loves them. What's yeah. his favourite? Uh, he's a big Wheels on the Bus fan, but there's this one recently. He's, for some reason, even when we're in, you know, it's June as we're recording this. Yeah. He's got really interested in Halloween songs and there's this awful like hour-long video on YouTube of these skeletons dancing, but it's the same song over and over and over again for an hour and it just varies t- very slightly. And he can watch that for the full hour if we don't stop him and intervene. And that really gets stuck in your head. It's like, oh God, I can't, I don't, I can't remember it now and I don't want to because that's me for the rest of the day uh, if I yeah. do. But I think there's a lot of there's a lot of kind of studios somewhere just knocking out these really long videos on YouTube with these variations on awful songs. Yeah, because I heard, because I got pretty interested in it, and what I found is it's actually, like, a lot of the kid stuff is just a self-run animation program mm. that, has, like, has songs in it. And then it just makes a yeah. random cartoon. Yeah. There's some really surreal stuff on there. And it's the sort of thing, like, if you're not paying attention, because I'm always aware people keep telling me, like, oh, you've got to be really careful on YouTube because they put some of these videos are really dodgy. They, they, there's, like, videos that are made by some dodgy bastards who, like, they look like a kid's video and then something really dark happens in the middle. Yeah. And sometimes I'll come back, I'll be in the kitchen, I'm just sorting something out and I come in the room and he's watching something that's so bizarre. I'm like, wait, this isn't one of those videos where <laughs> suddenly everyone's covered in syringes or something. And then and then I realise it's just fucking weird. Just... A weird video that is, is safe but just strange. <laughs> I like it. I, I think it's good to introduce your kid to strange Mm. yeah well they've got like, their sort of brain just kind of soaks it all up there yeah. really we're sitting there me and my wife are just going what the f- <sighs> what what is this and he's just lapping it up like it's not strange yeah i guess their grip on reality is so strange anyway so sort of flimsy that they can deal with it i've often thought about like how crazy it must be not to know what's real yeah, he was convinced this morning. He was really annoyed that he didn't have a specific soft toy in his bed because he said he slept with it all night and it wasn't there in the morning. And I just realised he just dreamt that. <laughs> and, it was, and it took quite a long time to persuade him, yeah, great, you don't really know the boundaries yet. It's freaky. That is so cute. <laughs> it's quite weird. No, but he was being pretty accusatory yeah. about it. He was like, you've taken this. I'm like, I don't, it, it's in the living room. Yeah, that's... I mean, the human mind is a crazy thing. Yeah, definitely. 
Okay, so um, Johnny, Johnny, Yes, Papa is your song. Yeah. I think it's an excellent choice just because it will just absolutely, like we said, absolutely yeah. gives that mad tinge to the <laughs> island. I think it pairs well with semen. <laughs> and um, finally, Tim, the island is overrun by the biggest dick of all the animals. Which animal is it and why? So, I love animals. This one was super hard. It was just like humans. And then I thought there was a cop out. <laughs> so I went with pandas. Pandas. They don't even want to be a, like, they don't even, they can't even be bothered to keep their own species going. It's, it's a weird situation we've got with pandas, isn't it? It's like, because, I don't know, it's hard to sort of see them as malevolent because they look so cuddly. Yeah. But they're sort of, they just don't give a fuck, do they? Yeah, I don't think they're malevolent. I think they're just lazy. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if you know this, but I heard they're not actually designed to eat bamboo. I've heard this. Aren't they supposed to be carnivorous yeah. or something? And they just decided to eat bamboo. <laughs> So strange, isn't it? Because you think if an, if a species dies out, you think, what's the cause of that? Like dinosaurs, meteorite, humans, well, all manner of potential things. But, you know, it's usually... Like with pandas, it would just be like, just couldn't be asked. They just, just didn't couldn't be asked. <laughs> they just didn't want to be here. Like there's no great disease, like killing them off. There's not like, I don't think it's about habitat or anything even, is it? It's just, they can't be bothered. They can't be asked. Which, I mean, it's their choice and I'll back them up. <laughs> yeah. But I don't want to be stuck on a desert island with one. No. I mean, I kind of admire them in a way yeah. because, you know, they're just like, yeah, whatever. It's like the kid at school who was really good at sport but just wasn't interested. You know, they're just like, oh, no, I'm just happy. It's fine. Just whatever. It's, it's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the closest thing to a species reaching Nirvana. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe that's it. It's like they're all going to die out and just be on some higher plane. But, like, so I don't mind them, but I feel like if you were on a desert island, you don't want to be stuck with anything that that is that cool. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I think as well, like, with other animals you might get stuck with, you could maybe form a bond. I mean, there'd still be a part of you that's like... I feel like I can't just let it die. I need to sort of intervene. And with a panda, it's so difficult and so specific than everything that you have to do. Yeah. I know. I don't. I mean, are they? Because they're supposed to eat meat. Can they be dangerous? Do you think if you're like too close to them? Or I mean, I'm sure they could be. They're huge. Hmm. But I think they just don't care. Mm. I am gonna Google panda attacks as soon as this. <laughs> Yeah, I think they'd be quite dangerous because if you saw someone being attacked by a panda, you just think it's one of their mates in a costume messing around, so you'd never try and save them. Yeah. <laughs> That's the trouble. They look too cuddly. They're so cuddly. I sometimes you can see those videos of like if you I tried to look up pandas recently for my son and uh there's lots of videos of zookeepers in China just sort of messing around with them and like they do just seem quite fun. But um 
But in between all the fun, they're not putting putting in the hard work. No, you they know, don't. Keeping the species going. They don't. Yeah. If you're not going to work hard, you're not allowed to play hard. <laughs> I saw a thing that said uh, it was about panda captivity. And apparently every panda is owned by the Chinese government. But like, if you see a panda in a zoo outside of China, they're leased. They like have to pay like 30 grand a year or something. Or no, more, I think, because they're so valuable in terms of attracting visitors. That's you... so interesting. So they're, they're all just leased out. And so if you were on the island with a panda, you're probably going to be racking up a lot of debt at the same yeah. time if you ever were rescued. And yeah, that's a good point. So yeah, you finally get off the island and there's just some Chinese guy going, give me my money now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You just marched away with a huge bill. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. Well, good choice. Um, Tim, thank you very much for for coming on and doing all your choices today. Um, Now, obviously, as we record, this is the beginning of June. We don't really know what's happening with lockdown. But where can people sort of hear or see more from you? I'm on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram at Tim Renko Comedy. Ah, what else? All my exciting stuff has kind of been postponed. Because mm. uh, you had a second series in the works. Is that yeah, right? and so it's, it was supposed to be filmed in May. Okay. But that did not happen. So that's been pushed back. Okay. Well, watch this space. Yeah, just follow me on stuff. Cool. Well, Tim, thank you again uh, very much for coming on today. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me.